Hey y'all, Allison here. I wanted to quickly thank you for listening to our podcast. I know you're about to get a lot of valuable information from it, but I also wanted to hop in and share with you guys a free SOP, which stands for Standard Operating Procedure. We use this SOP every single day in our agency to authentically grow and engage our audiences on social. It is 1000% free and I'd love for you to have it and use it in your biz as well. So just go to umimarketing.com slash engage to go download. All right. Cheers. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Umai Social Circle. I am Allison. I'm Karen. And that's Karen. Today we are doing a little taste test. We are tasting Siete Foods, Cashew Queso, and Spicy Blanco. I'm not going to lie, I already ate probably the majority of mine, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, and I know, so Allison and I have the exact same Cashew Queso, but for some reason, our lids are different, but I'm sure they just ran out of blue lids and had to put white lids on, but... Yeah. It smells, I mean, it smells, it smells like, like yeah, it smells like queso. Um, it has that like tomato-y spice smell that comes with like any cheesy queso. It smells good. Also, can we just talk about how cute this is? The, all their, all Siete branding is amazing. It's, they really play into the Mexican culture, use a lot of colors, and it just kind of makes you want to grab it off the shelf no matter what product i i'm also having some of their chips too and just it's all colorful and bright and definitely not boring which i like absolutely i mean if i was in the aisle and i was looking for a vegan queso i mean even if i didn't know what the siete brand was all about the packaging just is gonna immediately draw me in yeah it's fire and also (laughs) we were talking about this a little bit before the pod but it's blowing my mind the ingredients in this queso so number one first ingredients water then cashews and then it has like you know your tomatoes and onion green pepper but basically it's you're hydrating when you yeah First ingredients, water. That means it's okay that you ate the whole jar already. Right, right. <laughs> I'm about to finish it. <laughs> okay, let's dig in. Yeah, let's I'll try. Pretend it. like it's my first time. <laughs> so it's like nutty. It's cashew, obviously. So you kind of get the like nuttiness. Slight queso taste but really it's to me it's not it's like another dip it's not a queso but I love it yeah it's delicious I mean how so full disclosure I am not vegan I don't eat a lot of vegan foods so I'm not sure how like the nutritional yeast plays into giving it that cheesy Mm. texture Mm -hmm. and flavor so I don't really know what that's supposed to taste like so yeah I completely agree it tastes like dip yeah it's delicious Mm -hmm. if someone had this in a bowl at a party I would be eating it just like it was a bean dip yeah even though it's not beans Mm -mm. um it's also paleo gluten-free vegan grain-free dairy-free soy-free just it's delicious Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like using the phrase guilt-free. I, I don't because guilt should never be a part of eating. eating. Oh my gosh. But it's just like, I I could eat this whole thing and really not regret a second of it. I did. I did it. 
no regrets. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, really great. I always wonder, you know, if you're truly vegan and have been your whole life and never tasted a queso, is this like, mm -hmm. this is like, you know, I'm sure this is it for you. Right? And I mean, the texture, when you, coming right out of the fridge, it's a little bit thick, mm -hmm. but heating it up, they said to use a saucepan, I used like a wide pan so it would heat faster and be more like even. And it really did come out a little bit more liquidy, but still really thick. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you can make some nachos out of these, some vegan Ooh. nachos. You know, I did see on their stories yesterday that um, one of their customer delight specialists, they, they all get on and do stories, which is really cool, did a avocado toast topped with some oh. <laughs> Yeah, it looked great. I like that. I mean, it's not spicy. Sorry. It's, I'm getting a little, but again, it could be my chips. Yeah, you're eating the jalapeno chips. I'm eating it with just their grain-free sea salt tortilla chips, and it's not coming through, like not even a hint of spice. I mean, it's delicious. Yeah, but it's not, not, spicy. not spicy. It's more for us whole, regular yeah. chos who can't handle. I'm like, this is perfect. Um, a lady at Whole Foods, so Alice and I went to Whole Foods to pick this up, and she was navigating us to the refrigerated section, the vegan refrigerated section, plant-based. Oh, great and point. That's, it's refrigerated. Mm -hmm. Your other run-of-the-mill quesos are on the, on the shelf. Mm -hmm. All those preservatives in them. Mm -hmm. So she told us where it was. She showed us where it was. She told us that Spicy Blanco was her favorite. And she said that she wasn't a fan of spice and that she loved it. So thank you for the heads up, Whole Foods employee. Yeah. Very helpful. All right. So today we're not just eating on camera or podcast for you. We also, we're, we love Siete brands. They are a local Austin, but they go well beyond Austin. I think most people are aware of them. Great products, great brand, great, great culture. So today we're going to talk about how they were able to build such an engaged, devoted community because their community is just fire. So we're going to do a little deep dive and get in there and give you some tips uh, from what Siete's done on how you can apply it to your own brand. Yeah, so we are going to be focusing on how the brand was able to build such an engaged, devoted audience. Not only do they have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. It's really the engagement that those followers provide for them that impresses us so much, impresses everyone. I mean, this is a brand to aspire to. Um, and it's one that we always look to for inspiration. And when it comes to the content, when it comes to the visuals, it's just something, it's just really well done. Right. So first off, I think that the biggest way that they were able to really, to begin with, Siete, seven. It, it's representative of the seven family members, the Garza family that created the brand. And I think that speaks volumes, right? So the bird we found out is a heron. And it that in Spanish, I believe it, Garza means heron. Is right, it, it translates in some way to Garza. So it's all about family from, I mean, asset number one. It's kind of yeah. like their foundation. Definitely. And I, on their mission page, it, it always mentions family first, family second, business third. And I think that that is 
immensely prevalent in all things that they do in their marketing. I mean, the family is when they do their commercials and their videos, the family's there. It's all of them. It's not hired actors. So I think that that's a very, very beautiful touch that is seen throughout their marketing. Right. Even on their, on this queso, and I'm sure it's on um, some other there. Yeah. All the products is they have this abuela approved stamp. It's right next to their gluten-free certified stamp. Just a little nice little trademark touch, you know? It makes you feel all warm and cozy. And you, you kind of think of this, you know, abuela, your old grandma just like feeding you or something like that. And that's how it feels to eat their products, which I love. So very yeah, prevalent. Yeah, I, lo- I love that touch. And their slogan, their tagline, juntos es mejor. Sorry about my pronunciation. Truly, <laughs> truly sorry. But it means together is better. And I don't think that is only their family. I think that does extend to their overall team. I'm sure they, they're all family, but not blood relatives. <laughs> and I like how you said that their customer support team is on the stories, that they have free mm-hmm. range to just get on the stories to share what they're eating, to share what they're doing. Right. Yeah, and that that brings to a next point. If you look at their team page, it's stacked. There are seven people whose job is customer delight, which just goes to show you how much they value making their customers happy. I think that's incredible. I wonder how many of them are actually doing like the community engagement on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a. They're it's responding to absolutely be, yeah. everything. Right. Every single thing. And that's one thing that, I mean, what do you say, Karen? Would you recommend a business owner to, I guess not an owner, but someone from a brand to respond to every single comment? How important is that on social? It's, I mean, hopefully everybody that's listening knows how important it is. We got doggies. We got dogs. And they have new bark collars and they're dinging. Are they not, are they like noise or vibrator? It's vibrating, yeah, and it's dinging, you can hear it. Yeah, I mean, it's incredibly important to respond to everything. Positive comments and honestly, more importantly, negative comments. We're huge advocates of if there's something that's super customer related, customer service related, like I got this bag of chips and they were all crushed or I got this bag of chips and I know that they get that, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Or it's almost empty. We want to navigate you to actual customer service on email to get it off of your social platform. I don't know what Siete does, if they handle it internally on the platform or in DMs, but what we would do and what we do for our clients is to push them to email customer Mm -hmm. service and to take care of them there. Get the negative off the front-facing things, right? Yeah, especially if you're running ads. You want to spend money running ads and serving ads to people that are going to see these negative comments mm-hmm. in this comment section. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. So I think it's incredible that you can see, I mean, this one has 70 comments on it and they are all being responded to. It's not like mm-hmm. they're just liking the comment. Mm-hmm. They're, res- they're taking time to say words to these right. people. So it's beyond just customer service. Like someone's, you know, comments something back and they're at least saying like, I know, right. With like, you know, they're engaging and they're being like witty and fun with these people. So it's, it goes beyond customer service where 
I mean, it, it ties back to being a, a community. That's how you feel if you're commenting uh, and interacting with Siete. Absolutely. Something every business can implement. I mean, it, it takes, it's not easy. It takes work to get in there and respond to everyone and, and think about what to say, but something that anyone can do. Right. And so what we do internally is every morning we sign on for our clients and make sure that every comment that we have missed from Instagram, from Facebook to Twitter, to DMs across the board, that we're properly engaging with them, that we're interacting with them. And then we'll do it throughout the day. But if we can't do it throughout the day, we make sure to at least do it in the morning. And the last thing we do before we sign off for the day, because we want to be able to provide really exceptional customer service and get back to people with any questions they have or praise or anything like that. And then most importantly, I think it just gives you, it puts your finger on the pulse of like what people are resonating with, what people really like, what issues are arising. So yeah, I think the community engagement is so, so key and that's how you grow your brand online. Right. Let's talk about their other themes that you're kind of seeing because I mean, it helps. It obviously helps that they've got beautiful branding full of tons of colors. So their feed is just like, wow, you know, you get there and you're already having a fun time just looking at all these beautiful photos. But like, what else are they doing on here? Yeah. I mean, well, going back really, really quick to all of their beautiful photos, it's like most of these are user generated. It's insane. All of them are by really incredible influencers and content creators making these gorgeous, stunning photos for them. And I truly wonder how many, if any, are paid for. Mm -hmm. Like are all of these organic and it's just love for the brand and obviously it's really awesome to get a shout out on a platform that has 340,000 followers (laughs) but yeah I think what an incentive to grow a community not just sales but literally free content so other things that we're seeing so during times of COVID we're seeing this Juntos at Home is that Yeah. And they're bringing people on to IGTV to educate and share. And we're seeing a lot of brands do that, but this is super branded, super clean. It kind of makes me think, I'm like, how do they do it so seamlessly? (laughs) Even when it comes to like the cover photo on stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's perfect how in the feed, in their a thousand by thousand dimensions. You can see a beautiful, clear, crisp, bright photo with Juntos at home. And then when you click through to the IGTV, the borders, the the touches of the borders that they put on top and bottom to make it even more beautiful and branded, but not messing up what's happening on the feed. It's Mm -hmm. just super thoughtful. Whoever's doing this is so thoughtful. Yeah, that's a big thing that we struggle with too is, you know, you want your feed to stay beautiful and what's the word I'm looking for? Curated. Curated, right. But you also want to educate in different ways. So, I mean, I would definitely, like you said, look to Siete Foods and and see how they did that because it does, it looks seamless. 
Yeah. But another thing that's great about the Juntos at Home is, okay, first of all, it's playing into their tagline, Juntos es mejor. And then during coronavirus, someone might, you know, that might have been like an oh shit moment. Juntos es mejor is obviously not what you want to be doing during coronavirus, but they spun it in a way that perfectly resonated with the times and their brand together at home. Yeah. Such a great, such a great yeah. What pivot. a pivot. And it's what just, a it, yeah, and it's just so well done, right? It, it's, it doesn't seem like it's grasping. You're not grasping for this. It's very organic, if you will. And it's, I, judging by the amount of views that are on it, it looks like it's resonating with people. But also, I mean, I know you said you do want it to be well done, but I think a lot of brands are scared to show that inner side or behind the scenes and things like that because it's not always picture perfect and nice so how like Karen what would be your suggestion to to help some like a smaller brand who's not Siete yet post more than just product photos that's such a good reminder sometimes honestly sometimes I get lost and I'm looking at this I'm like it's so well done it's so beautiful how can we do this but it is so important to remember that smaller brands where the CEO is running everything Mm -hmm. the social fulfillment logistics sales and it's not feasible so I would say Try and be as authentic as possible because, I mean, you see it too, Allison, in ads, sometimes the most beautiful studio photo does not perform as well as the user-generated content. Mm -mm. So I would say just try and be as authentic as possible and use software to your advantage. So find tools and software that work for you and are in your budget and create really beautiful content that way. So what, what would be a good piece of software? Like what is affordable? Like later is one. So I personally, I would figure out a good photo editing software. So whether that's Visco or it's Afterlight, there are so many out there at different price points, but those I would say are my two favorite for editing on my phone outside of the Adobe suite. And Canva, I feel like Canva is super popular because Mm -hmm. it's so easy to use and it's not very expensive and you can lay in your logo, you can lay in your brand colors and templates and create templates. What kind of, what software do you like? For, well, mostly I'm doing ad editing. If y'all didn't know, Karen is our organic guru, but I use, we have the Adobe suite, so it's not very fair. I use the uh, Adobe Spark app, which is amazing. I highly recommend that. And then other than that, I'm using like video editing apps. One I use is Splice and it's, it's free, but yeah. And then in, in terms of scheduling, I think later would be a, a good beginner scheduler. I'm trying to think what else, because as like you were saying, if you're a business owner and you're trying to do 500 other things, you need to get your content scheduled out so that you can go on and focus on, you know, getting your product into retail stores or, or what have you. Right. And so we, we always preach about the messaging buckets. And when you're thinking of your content strategy, focusing in on those messaging buckets and then providing your consumer with a solution, right? So you have your gluten intolerant, you need to find really flavorful foods, you, you miss all those foods that you used to have. Okay, well, these are the foods we provide that are gluten-free. This is how you can 
eat them. This is what you can make with them. This is, these are fun, different ways to use them, you know, and playing off of, you know, your mission, why your brand is what it is. And with Siete, it's their mission is to bring Mexican American foods to the table, I believe. Let's go. I'm going to, I'm going to actually look at their website (laughs) to say that. So boldly build the leading healthy Mexican American food brand. And with the togetherness and the community and the family aspect as a leading driver of that. So I, a lot of their Instagram honestly is really beautiful food, which brings you in, but the supplemental community mm-hmm. content is what is longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the most impressive. Mm-hmm. Totally. So the Juntos at home, we love that. Siete Scaries. Have you seen that one? So I've seen those in real time, like in on, in real time on their stories, but it looks like they have a highlight on Instagram about it, but it's literally just their team members scaring each other, which is the most delightful thing. It has nothing to do with the it product. It brings me so much joy. Yeah, but in all reality, it really does have everything to do with the product. It's them enjoying each other's company. It's the community. They're a the family. Brand. Right. They're a family. I think it's, I think it's so... It's entertaining and right. Mm -hmm. Social media is supposed to be educational and entertaining Mm -hmm. and they have that down. And it makes you feel like, you know, them. I mean, yeah, all, all ties back to family Mm -hmm. first, family second. And the same with their, they have like this like workout, they have a huge workout room at their office and they're always doing like these team workouts together. And it's just all those behind the scenes that literally have nothing to do with the brand Mm -hmm. or the food. Mm -hmm. It's just helping bring people back into the social platforms, engaging with them. It's fun to say like, hey, I see this one girl on Instagram all the time. She's on their marketing team. Is that who I'm talking to when I comment with Mm -hmm. them? You know, you're Mm -hmm. talking to humans. Right. Yeah. It's, it creates super fans for sure. And Karen and I were talking like, we want a t-shirt. Like we want to see a t-shirt, a hat, whatever we can get because we're super fans now. I mean, we love the food. We love what you're doing on, you know, social, everything's just curated and beautiful, but it's also fun. So that's, I mean, that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we can't lose focus on how important branding is too. I feel like sometimes we have small CPG businesses coming to us and wanting to work with us and their packaging, their website, not everything is tightened up. And it's not something that we personally would purchase. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is very vital in how you think about marketing as a whole. You have to make sure that that branding is on point to begin with. Obviously that the product is on point and then everything else will fall into place with the right right tools and the right work and the right levers being pulled. But there's still some foundational steps, right? Yeah. Right. Cool. So I think another way that is just so impressive with CTA is their influencer partnerships. I have no idea what their program looks like. Everybody's influencer program looks different, but I just remember at Expo West, maybe two years ago, I was walking the floor with in with a micro influencer. Oh, look at you. You're famous by association. <laughs> and we were passing the Siete Foods booth and we literally could not get past. We couldn't get past. It was stacked to it the brim. It was brand. full. Wow. It was full. It was, 
I'm talking 30 people in front of this booth. And if you've ever been to a trade show like that, you're just trying to get like five to six. You're like trying to build this mm-hmm. buzz, but it was just stacked. I couldn't even get past. She ended up knowing half of the people there because they were, it was all influencers. It was all, it were all these social media influencers talking and laughing oh. and hanging. Yeah. Influencers they were just flocking to them. They were just hanging there. Well, and, and it's not that easy. You guys. No, no, it is not it is that not easy. normal. Yeah. This is not normal. <laughs> it's incredible. And we can talk about it being incredible, but this is not normal. And a lot of legwork had to go into getting there again, mm-hmm. going back to the community and building it. But I have no idea how they do it. Like one of our favorite Instagrammers, The Defined Dish, such a great cookbook, such a great Instagram. Mm-hmm. She is the biggest Siete Foods advocate. I mean, she her pop socket on her phone is a Siete Foods pop socket. Is it really? I saw her redo a healthy Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme. Yes. But with all Siete products. And that was life-changing. So, but how do you think, do you think that they reached out to her? Because she's big time. Like, what are you, are you able to tell what maybe their influencer program looks like just from the front facing things? I mean, I wish I, I I feel like, (laughs) tell us yet. I know. Tell us yet. I feel like this must be off. Well, number one, it's a long-term relationship. I do not believe that what they're doing has short-term relationships. Like for instance, some brands will partner with somebody who's they're like, you have to post three times. It's going to be $2,000. This is what you say. Hashtag ad. That is not what they're doing. And it, there's such a benefit to that because of what they're building. So I don't think think it's it's beyond just the business. Like here's the bullet points. Here's what you get paid. It's more like maybe they're they're just sending product to continue the relationship after the business part is done or. Yeah. Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe they're doing. It also helps to have a great product again. (laughs) Again. Yeah. And I feel like, so I, I've noticed in the past that they would do these like retreats where they would invite a bunch of influencers and they would have these backyard dinners and concerts here in Austin and like their office quarters Mm. and I assume that they paid for them to come paid for all of that jazz and gave them a super Instagram worthy space that they would share and maybe afterwards they just provided product I don't know I'm assuming and I shouldn't assume because I literally have no idea but something that we do with our influencer programs is starting off with just engaging as much as possible with these people and actually making sure one that they are an influencer that you want to work with that has the same beliefs in food as you do or if if you're a food product you know you don't want to I don't think they're going to be working with anybody that is posting about Burger King all the time you know so and follow them engage with them DM them create a part like not a partnership yet create a friendship create just a relationship in general that's beyond you just trying to shove your product down their throat right And then, you know, following up later, once that relationship has been established and saying, hey, we love what you do. I think you'd love our product too. Can we send you some for free to see what you think? And then going from there, right? It's like, if they love it, they're going to reach back out. Mm -hmm. It is a long game. It's a long game. Oh man. It is a lot of work. It's a long game, but it's worth it. Do you think with uh, Siete, the the parties that you saw in the past, were those mostly 
like micro influencers because to find dish is is big but do you think they were focusing on like smaller groups of influencers no i don't think so i mean it's different people have different definitions of micro and macro influencers and i honestly don't know the exact definition but in my head i'm like okay micro influencers are people that are like under 40,000 followers and above that they're more macro and i know that's different for everybody they'll some people will say like at a million followers you're a macro so i think that most of them had like more than 100,000 followers they were super established and they have it's like this tight-knit community of mostly honestly women and they all know each other <laughs> they all work together on the same brands and you know if you get one of them on board and really loving your brand I think it's really possible for them to introduce it to their friends right and I think last but not least when it comes to how they've been able to build such an engaged and devoted audience is their content it being so beautiful and entertaining but I do know that they have somebody working internally. I think it's their creative director. He's not just a photographer for them, but their creative director. He used to be a photographer for The Ellen Show. And his work is just incredible. Like if you go in, into their Instagram and you see their Kroger announcement, it's not like other retail announcements <laughs> that you see. It's so wow. beautiful. It is. Look how well done that is. Yeah. Okay. And that's professional level stuff. And again, this doesn't happen. <laughs> this, that is not normal. Yeah. They've got a talented team that they've built. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So like for our clients, when it comes to retailer announcements, obviously you can put their logo on on a photo of the product, but a nice touch is going to the retailer, going outside and taking a photo or a boomerang of your product in front of the retail face. And that's always a great announcement. You can use it in ads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's uh, the most simple way and it's effective. Siete's taking it, you know, to the next level. So <laughs> <laughs> what's new? Yeah. <laughs> And then other than that, I mean, I know we've hit a lot on their content, but I just have to do a quick shout out of how fire their copy is. Like, oh my gosh, it's witty and it's very difficult, especially if you're trying to get, you know, four to five pieces of content out a week to be witty all the time talking about the same, you know, few products. So, you know, if you're a funny person that's great. I'm happy for you because it's just, it's so fun to read their, their copy. Yeah. And honestly, I think you saved the best for last. <laughs> their copy <laughs> is honestly one of my favorite things about their social media. And it's I'm not just LOLing reading it right now. It's not easy to do at all. And I remember looking at this years ago and being like, how are they going to keep this up? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, okay, I just have to give this example. So we are talking about the Healthy Siete Crunchwrap Supreme. This might be a photo that, oh, looks like someone else. So I think the Divine Dish started the Crunchwrap, but now everyone's creating one from Siete products. But their caption, how much munch would a munch crunch munch if a munch crunch could munch crunch munch? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> And then it goes on, but oh man, I just love that. 
It's just, I don't, I do not understand how you can create so many puns. And I'm really imagining this person, whoever this is, to just be like spitting this out, just like yeah. quick, so mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. And just fire every time. Pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. So to close it out, this is, you know, a brand that we admire greatly. We think that they're doing such amazing work. And I think it's important for small to medium-sized CPG owners to look at brands like this and get inspired and get hyped because they could be doing the same thing mm-hmm. someday. And knowing that, you know, they might have so crazy resources that the average business owner does not have, but you can take elements and use mm-hmm. tools and software and friends and family and do your right. best to create something similar. That's such a good point. Don't let this discourage you. Take the elements that you can implement tomorrow, like engage commenting back on every single person. That's, I mean, that's huge in its own, but and yeah. Can you get, can you get your face onto your stories more often? Yeah. Can you talk to to your consumers, talk with them instead of at them. And share your mission and everything you do. Make that super prevalent because people that resonate with that mission are going to love everything that you're doing with it. So should we close this out with a a cheers, a queso cheers? Yeah, let's do it. I got to open mine back up. Oh, I'm like empty. So let's ground to the bottom. All right. Thank you, Siete, (laughs) for the product. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, My Social Circle is a CPG agency-driven podcast based out of Austin, Texas. We're excited to share more behind-the-scene insights, chats with industry leaders, and whatever else we learn along the way. Follow us on Instagram at Marketing, or check out our website, umaymarketing.com. Catch you back here soon.